Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Derek Scott with you. Uh, We're going to go right to Twitter at this time. Frank Saravalli is reporting from Daily uh, Faceoff that he's hearing that the Edmonton Oilers have acquired Nick Bukestad from the Coyotes. Uh, Subsequent to that, TSN's Ryan Rashog is reporting that he believes it is for a third-round pick for Bukestad. All right, uh, and here is where I provide you. Uh, Nick Bukestad, 13 goals, 23 points, 58 games, six foot six, 209-pound right shot, plays 16.58 per game. He's a $900,000 cap hit, pending UFA. He was scratched last year by Minnesota during the playoffs, sub-50% in the face-off circle. He does kill penalties in Arizona. He was playing 16, 17 minutes a game in, Ar- in Arizona. We're going to head straight off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Go to our NHL insider, John Shannon, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hello, John. How are you? Doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, Rashog's reporting it's for a third. He's a $900,000 cap hit. The Oilers have $450,000 in cap space. Uh, we know how Arizona is loath to retain any money in the deal. Do you envision that they've retained, or do you believe that this is a straight-up trade? Well, I'm not sure yet. I, I have not heard from the people that I normally talk to about uh, what the particulars are, although we do know that, uh, as you have reported many times, that Bukestad was on the radar of, of Kenny Holland for a long period of time as a depth forward. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, just to see. I mean, I we thought all along the Oilers would get one more forward. Again, uh, this has not been consummated yet by the Edmonton Oilers, but at this stage of the game with Frank Saravalli, who, of course, joins us every Tuesday in Oilers now for the horses and horse race in Alberta, the guy has a pretty good track record on, on getting things right, as you know, John. So I would think that just... Uh, uh, just the fact that he put it out there probably means he's got it right. Uh, the agent has been Hankinson, who is with Octagon. Frank has connections uh, through Octagon. In fact, Ben Hankinson went on on Twitter right now and said, can somebody please step up and go get Nick Bukestad so he can get a 700th NHL game in? What are your thoughts? If it is indeed true, and there's no reason to believe that it's not, what are your thoughts on the deal? Well, I mean, let's face it, he's a big body, right? He he's a big body. He's he's had a tremendous amount of opportunities to play. He's everywhere he's gone. He's been effective at times and then had disappointed at times too. But if you can take that body and use him in front of the net and use him in defensive situations, then he he's going to help the team. This goes back to every discussion that you have with managers about depth and needing depth and having to have depth. Uh, for long playoff runs and that's exactly what this looks like this without compromising some of your young guys and bringing them up from Bakersfield 
to have a veteran presence uh, in what well, you want to call it forward 13 or bouncing somebody down to forward 13, uh, I can understand why they did it. I was hoping they'd get another defenseman, actually. Um, well, who says they're not my person. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that, that's a good point. Uh, that's a really good point. I, uh, but you know, when you, you know, if uh, I was thinking that they might try to get one more guy on the blue line to help the depth there, because we, I think we saw last night exactly what uh, what bigger defensemen can do and help uh, in the defensive zone with the Matthias Ekholm's first game for the Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Nick Bukestad, uh again the nine hundred thousand dollar cap hit. This has not been made official yet from the Edmonton Oilers. Second best plus minus on Arizona, next to uh, Chikrin, and Bukestad does lead the Coyotes in time on ice amongst their forwards on the PK. Uh, so he's obviously going to be deployed in a penalty-killing role. Uh, he's played 127 minutes on the PK this year in Arizona. So the Oilers have not made this official at this stage. But at this stage, there is no reason. Uh, Arizona is Elliot Friedman's now. Wow. Well, he can do the trade as is because Arizona's Elliot Friedman's reporting that Arizona's retaining 50% on this deal. Hmm. The Oilers get Bukestad uh, for a third-round pick with Arizona. I mean, how do you argue with that? Seriously, for a third-round pick, 2% chance that a third-round pick becomes a star in the National Hockey League, Elliot. Well, you know, it's one of those things, Bob, where, you know, the price of doing business has fluctuated all all week long. How much will it cost to, you know, to take a contract uh, for a certain amount of money? Is that a sixth-round pick? Is that a fifth-round pick? To think that uh, you're going to get Nick Bukestad, um, and have half of that salary retained for the cost of a third-round pick makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, a lot of people have made very compelling arguments about why Edmonton should have traded for Jacob Chikrin. I, I don't believe that Ottawa's draft capital is the same as Edmonton's because I think the Oilers are in a weaker conference and have a better chance to go further along. So I understand why Bill Armed... I think Ottawa made a good trade. But I think for the purposes of the orders, Matthias Ekholm's a better fit. John, now that that shoe has dropped, what are your thoughts on that trade? Uh, I, I'm one of those. I've been in the Ekholm camp all along. Uh, I, I, you and I have talked about this. If you wanted to check the, the, the logs, I've never thought the Oilers were seriously interested in Chikrin unless it was a, 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 an act of desperation. Um, and needless to say, when they were able to get Matthias Ekholm, that desperation disappeared. Yes. So for, from my perspective, I, I, I mean, the, the thing that Ekholm does, and I think we saw a little bit of it last night. First of all, I, I forget all the time. You don't watch Nashville play very often. You forget how big the guy is. You forget his size. He's a giant. He's massive um, as a player. Uh, and can still move the puck and can still be effective in the defensive zone. I think it is the best fit of any of the defensemen available. Yes, I agree. even Eric Car even Eric Carlson, best fit all the way around that the Oilers could have gotten was all Echo. All right, period. again, uh, Elliot, I mean, this thing has not been consummated by officially uh, through either Edmonton or Arizona's um, 
Twitter accounts, but the reality of the situation is the orders have got Nick Bugstead at half price, 450k, which is the exact amount that they had left in cap space. Now, don't forget, they could still demote a guy like Devin Shore down and get another $800,000 player. Uh, but the orders, you know, uh, and that's uh, Robert uh, reached out and said, Bob, the orders should be on Taylor Radish. He's a sub $800,000 player. Devin Shore's played well for the orders, by the way, of late. John, do you envision, like, they've added the D and they've added a, a, a center with some size that's a right shot. Do you envision Edmonton adding anybody else? Well, as I said, I've always, uh, all along, I, I thought they were going to try to get two defensemen. So Ekholm answered one, and w the question is, what, who would that other one be? You know that Carson Soucy is going to be leaving Seattle in the next 20, 22, 23 hours. Does Carson Soucy fit a need that the Edmonton Oilers would have? Will Ron Francis want a deal in his own division? To me, Soucy is an unrestricted free agent in the summer. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah, there is a chance. There's a chance in this deal that there may be a prospect involved uh, and a, a farmhand going either way. That That is a possibility. But the particulars of the deal for Edmonton is that they have got... Uh, By the way, the Bukes, I, I can confirm that it, it is, even though it doesn't come out from the Oilers, it is official. It is done. I don't know what for, but Bukestad is coming for sure. Yeah, so there you have it. All right, John, we're actually going to hook up with Brian Lawton because he was a guy that, uh, as you know, on this show was uh, pushing Bukestad over the last uh, couple of weeks, so we'll get his thoughts. He knows them well. His old agency represents him. Uh, and we look for, can we uh, uh, potentially do a, a wrap-up call with you tomorrow, maybe even roughly around the same time, and have you join us on Oilers Now? Uh, you can do it at a certain point. Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay, thanks, John. You bet. Right on. Bye 144 bye. in Edmonton. Again, the Edmonton Oilers have acquired um, Nick Bugstead, 50% retained by Arizona. There, It's a third-round pick. There may be a prospect and a farmhand going each way in this deal. You never know how these things work out. Uh, it, and that might be why there's a little bit of delay with it being uh, uh, put out. We'll have to wait and see on that front. Uh, but and I'm just trying to theor uh, theoretically figure out why it, because it, it's a pretty seamless trade. Trade call maybe hasn't gone through yet. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. They have 15 Edmonton area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Star for recommendation at Royal Pizza Mediterranean Chicken. Royal Pizza is still making it great. Back with Brian Lawton when we return on orders now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 148 Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, into this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Travel to California this April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com. Three years ago today, Leon Dreisaitl. Kevin Quinn's line, he sniped the Texas hat trick. He got four goals, added an assist. The Oilers routed Nashville 8-3. Connor McDavid had a goal and five points in this uh, in that game. Uh, we're going to bring Brian Lawton on. Uh, he headed up Octagon's player agency, uh, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, 
and he was the man that told us about six weeks ago that Nick Bukestead would make a lot of sense for Edmonton. Again, uh, Frank Saravalli reporting along with Elliot Friedman. They both do the show. We just had Elliot on the show that the Oilers are getting uh, Nick Bukestead from the Arizona Coyotes. The Coyotes are eating half for a third-round pick. That makes me wonder whether or not there might be something else involved in the deal. But that's welcome back to the show. We had about five minutes. Brian Lawton, thanks, Brian, for doing the show twice in one week. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. Tell us about Nick Bukestead. Uh, great kid, big guy, can really skate, shoot the puck. His uncle runs a hockey school just for shooting. Uh, Nick's learned that from a, a long time ago probably his best weapon you won't believe how this guy can release it uh six foot six not super physical but he'll get in hard on the forecheck and he'll disrupt a lot of plays he'll be able to fill in believe it or not at times in a top six role i think he's better suited for a third line role can play on the fourth line as well so real versatile guy terrific human being i know him very well I think this is going to be a great addition for Edmonton. All right. Uh, he is leading Arizona this year. I did not know this. And time on ice on the PK. I, mean, I didn't know this actually until I got a bunch of information yep. Brian sent to me by somebody about a week and a half ago. Um, he's playing 17 minutes a game, but he's he's been the he leads all uh, forwards in Arizona in penalty killing. Is this something that's been added to his repertoire in the last couple of years? It really has, and a lot of it has to do with his length. He's such a tall guy, and he's light on his feet. He's a strong skater, and I just don't think people really associated that with him. But in a defensive role, that's why I use the word disruptive, he'll be able to disrupt on the PK. He'll be disruptive in the neutral zone as well, using that length. So uh, there's a lot to like about him. The hockey sense at times in a top six role can be a lot for him. But I don't see the Oilers necessarily using him there other than in spurts. And I think he'll be really strong in spurts. All right. Uh, Frank Cervalli has just tweeted out an update on the trade. Nick Bukestad to the Oilers, again, half retained by Arizona, an organization that hates retaining money, for a third-round pick in Michael Kesselring, who is a former late-round pick of the Oilers that's got 13 goals down on the farm. That makes sense to me. That might be part of the reason why Arizona was willing to retain. They get a right shot D back. He is a raw to say the least raw prospect i i mean he's he's had a good he can shoot the puck he's had a good year hasn't scored a bunch of the power play was amongst all defense goal scoring leaders in the american hockey league uh that like because initially when i saw the trade i'm like a third round pick in arizona of all teams is retaining money now now maybe it makes a little bit more sense you know what i mean brian uh absolutely keep in mind keep in mind the money on uh, nick bukestad probably you know, one of the things that really had people uh, tracking him for a long time was the fact that he's only making 900 grand. Right. So imagine retaining 50% of that minus, the, you know, basically 25% of that amount is left and 50% of that is we can all do the math. Right. And the Oilers had 450 in cap space with Shore up at this time. Hey, I got to ask you, what'd you think of the Eckholm trade for the Oilers? I thought it was a fantastic deal for them. I think Ken Holland hit a home run on that one. Uh, he is just the perfect guy for this team. He's a little bit older. He's a big personality. 
uh, I think he's really going to help. You know, this is Connor and Leon and Darnell Nurse's team. But I think strengthening the leadership with a veteran player like Ekholm is brilliant. I think he'll be able to help Broberg. Uh, I think his play is still top-notch. I think he was one of the best available defensemen left out there. Uh, I think it's a really strong move for the Oilers. I wouldn't be... So when you hear half, it definitely makes you think that the Oilers are trying to leave themselves some room in case case something else comes along. What that something else will be, nobody knows. It could be another, you know, depth-type forward. It could be better than that. Uh, It also could be another D. And I I have talked to a lot of teams this morning. A guy that's value that's kind of dropped that I think would be tremendous for the Oilers would be John Klingberg. And a lot of people might say, geez, he's having a tough year. But there's a lot, a lot of value there if the Oilers could ever find a way to three-way another right D. Exactly that. There's other ways to do it if you're willing to acquire players that are on LTI already. Uh, There's ways to get it done. We've seen that with Toronto and the other organizations, the New York Rangers. Where there's a will, there's a way. I think the Oilers could somehow stretch themselves to maybe even add a player at that level. It's not a long distance from where they're at in terms of their available cap space. Brian, uh, we appreciate all the help you've given us over the last couple of weeks. And again, the scouting report on Nick Bukestad. Thanks for joining us once again on Oilers Now. My pleasure, Bob. Thank you. It's former Tampa Bay GM. He was headed up Octagon's agency. That's the agency that's got Nick Bugstead. And uh, multiple reports still not made official yet by the Oilers organization um, is that the Oilers have acquired Nick Bugstead, 50% retained by Arizona for a third-round pick in Michael Kesselring. That is what Frank Cerevalli has. Uh, in, in the They can fit Bugstead in right now. They don't have to clear any cap space to get him into the lineup. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight. Uh, more on the Oilers' acquisition with Nick Bugstead, Winnipeg Jets radio analyst Jamie Thomas. We will tell you tomorrow we have NHL trade deadline coverage, if there's anything left, for Pub 1905. Well, they've got their mentions today. With 75-cent wings, $7 Canadian, and Coors Light, every day is game day at Pub 1905. Head to Pub 1905 on Jasper Avenue. A uh, couple of our other guests will include Louis DeBrus from Sportsnet and Mark Spector. Louis' appearance is brought to you by GCL Diesel. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then Chelsea Bird uh, on Chad with Chelsea Bird. Back at you tomorrow at noon. So long, everybody.